everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And, and we're, we're two, two dudes, dudes talking Disney. Disney Plus. Ah, yes, we are. Do that in there at the end. Yeah, I like the way you Unscripted. Did that. <laughs> yes. As as we as he's, we do everything around here. He's going off the script <laughs> as usual. Uh, so you know, you've heard Dave and I over the past couple months talk about Disney's new streaming service, Disney Plus. We posted a list of the shows and movies that are going to be available on day one uh, when it releases on November 12th or it's launches be like a on November 12th. Early birthday present. By a it's going to be a, a two day late birthday present okay. for me. So, we share, I didn't realize we share a birthday present. Yeah, we're, we're Scorpio boys. All right, I didn't realize that. This could be two Scorpios talking. This, it could be. I didn't realize um, But uh, this is a little more in depth. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you've been a, a D23 member, you had the ability to sign up after the or during, uh, during the D23 yeah. Expo. And that was a couple week window. And then they opened it up to Disney Visa yes. plus hold uh, Disney Visa plus darn it. Disney Visa card. Disney Visa card holders uh, could sign up at a discount. And now they have opened it to the general public. So if you are uh, listening to this show and you're not signed up yet, you can go to DisneyPlus.com and uh, sign up. I think it's six ninety nine a month or $70 for the year. So you get a little bit of a discount. Nice. And then there is a second package that's twelve ninety nine a month that gives you Disney Plus, Hulu uh, with commercials, and ESPN Plus. Ah, okay. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. and But there's no discount for D23 okay. or whatever, uh, Disney Visa cardholders. The Netherlands got the beta version yes, I, of, of Disney+. I actually Plus. was seeing on social media that people were trying to get VPNs mm-hmm. from the Netherlands so that they could see right. uh, how it works. Well, I've seen a lot of screen grabs and yep. stuff, and you know it looks pretty slick. It, it's very much like Netflix, um, but uh, it was pretty cool to actually see it you know, on screen. You know two things I wish they would put on Disney Plus? I'm what is that? email it right now. Uh, I wish they would put on the Must Do Disney Channel. Okay. And the Daily Parks Channel. Okay. You know? Just, uh, just put those feeds up. Just put on. those feeds up there. I think that that would be... You know, they should also probably throw park cams up there. Yeah. yeah that would like be the park be cam channel. Park cam channel. I mean, those would be big. Right. Um, I would watch it. Yeah. And, yep. you know, the, the cool thing about the service is that um, for each account, you're going to be able to have up to seven individual users, and you can have four concurrent streams running. So if you have – and it's going to be on devices. You can take it on your laptop. Uh, so you don't have to be home to watch it. It doesn't have to be on your TV. If your kid is at school in, the, in their library in college, they can stream something, you know, and three three devices in your house can stream something. So you can do four streams at a time, which, is, which is pretty yeah, big. Cause... The tough thing is I don't have Hulu, and some of the Marvel shows are already going to Hulu, right. like the Ghost Rider. I, I have them all. I have Hulu. I have Netflix. Mm-hmm. I have Amazon. I have, you know, the, the gambit. Of... Right. I, I am probably going to drop Netflix. Are you really? Yeah, I think I'm going to. There's um, too many good shows on Netflix. I, I know there are. but And in 2026, a lot of the Marvel stuff comes back to Netflix oh, as part okay, of this so, deal. So I'll keep it. I'll keep it. To, I'll probably keep it, you know, until then. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't, don't tell Katie. Don't tell, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. What did we want to talk about? So we listed the shows, but we're going more in depth yeah, here. Yeah, let's start talking about the shows. We, yeah. uh I guess we'll start off with the Pixar offerings. Yeah, so there, there's going to be some new stuff on there. If you saw Toy Story 4 this uh, past summer. We did. We saw it at a drive-in movie theater in Bridgeton, Maine. All right. It was our. It was Amelia's first drive-in experience. It was a lot of fun. All right. Um, but for those of you, the drive-in theaters are out there. Support they them. Are. They're a good little local business in a lot of spots. They are. Uh, the, pretty cool. The Southington one here yes. is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Forky from the show is actually going to get a series of shorts um, Forky is going to have uh, 
a, a show around how things work since he is trash and he yes. doesn't really know much. He's, uh, you know, I don't want to say he's a dim bulb, but but he's not too bright. Yeah, he's not, you know, he's a fork. But he's a fork. Right? Yeah. Some, some of the, the, the shows will be what is love, what is time, what is cheese. Uh, I'm a big fan of what is cheese. What is cheese? I can't, I can't even watch that one. <laughs> so that will be on, uh, and there will be a new series called Lamp Life. Uh, another part of Toy Story 4 was Bo Peep. Yes. And, and she disappeared uh, and was found in an antique store. Um, but Lamp Life, since it was a little Bo Peep light, uh, Lamp Life is going to be a, a series of shorts on the, centering on the life of Bo Peep and uh, covers what happens to her uh, and where she was during Toy Story 3 because she was in Toy Story 1 and 2. It, it's funny, I was actually watching Toy Story 2 last night and, and forgot... Or was it Toy Story One? And forgot that, she, that Bo Peep was kind of a love interest for, yes, for Woody. Woody. Yeah, yeah. And then the, that just kind of it disappeared. Just, yeah, she just literally just went MIA. Right. You know, kind so, of like most women, you know, that we were attracted to. They just vanished one well, day. You know, actually, there weren't any women. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, this one I'm really excited for, Tony. That's uh, Monsters at Work. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's basically going to be, you know, obviously an animated series. It's going to pick up six months or so after the events of Monsters, Inc. And it's going to follow an employee, Tyler Tuskman, mm-hmm. a new talented mechanic who works at the Monsters, Inc. facility and dreams of working his way up to working on the laugh floor. Uh, one thing I do like about it is it's bringing back the original cast. Right. Uh, you know, so you're, you're going to see John Goodman, Billy Crystal, good friend of the show, John Rosenberger. Right. Uh, so... I'm looking forward to that. Some original content, you know, kind of uh, Monsters Inc. themed. I'm a fan of Monsters Inc. I like the the movies. What, yeah, are, they, your, what are your thoughts on that one? I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, Billy Crystal, John Goodman. I, I think they're a pretty good pair. They play well off of each other. Yes. There's nothing Monsters related that doesn't make me laugh. Correct. Uh, Including I, the laugh floor. Right. I, I, the laugh floor is a must for me right. every trip because it's it's unscripted. It's improv. Um, I'm excited by the fact that uh, Henry Winkler yeah. is going to be voicing. I don't know if he's going to be a regular, but he's in here. Uh, I, I think that the cool thing about a lot of the Marvel and Pixar shows that are animated is that they've managed to retain the actual voice talent. Correct, yes. So it's not just a guy who sounds like Billy Crystal. It is Billy Crystal. It is Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be available during year one. It won't be available at release. Um, but what will be available at launch is... Uh, a series of uh, short films called Spark Shorts. And they are going to be new voices uh, and new storytelling techniques. And they've got three new titles called uh, Pearl, Smash and Grab, and Kit Bull. Um, don't really know what those are about, but, you know, Pixar usually puts out a good product. Yeah, Pixar puts out a product product. And then obviously you're getting the Pixar lineup, Bugs Life, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, Inside Out, uh, Ratatouille. I, you know, Ratatouille, I think, is becoming one of my favorite movies. And it's going to be slammed down your throat over the next yeah, uh, year or so. I've been watching it a lot lately. Uh, the Good Dinosaur, the Toy Story series, Up, Up another one I like, Wally, and then, you know, the rest of the, the lineup that we're missing out on. Right. So, speak, speaking of Ratatouille, not only is the new Ratatouille ride going into uh, Epcot mm-hmm. in the France Pavilion, but they are centering a new Remy um, topiary slash garden that's going to be uh, debuting in the France Pavilion during the Food and Wine Festival, which okay. starts in January. So that Flower is garden? exciting. Flower and Garden. What did Flower, I say? Food and Wine? wine. Yeah, I meant, I meant Flower and Garden. That's where the topiaries are. And I know this is very near and dear to your heart, but there will be a ton of Lucasfilm oh, content. Every, every, pretty Disney much Plus. everything. You yeah. Know? Uh, 
And it, it gives you, it's funny because they give you the list, but it's like, you know the list. It's all the Star Wars movie series up until now. Uh, but the highlight, the thing that the most anticipated is uh, starting on opening day, you're going to get the first live action series from uh, Lucasfilm. And it's going to be called The Mandalorian. And it's, uh, for those of you who know, you know, the Star Wars universe, The Mandalorian armor is what you see as Boba Fett or Jango Fett. They're a, right. a warrior race. Uh, they explored their origins a lot more in the Clone Wars series. But it's going to be um, about a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy. And uh, it's going to be, correct me if I'm wrong, Tone, and jump in here and crush me if I am. It's right after the events of Return of the Jedi, correct? Well, that's a good question. I think that's where it's set in the timeline. I thought that's what I had read, but uh, you can look that up while we're talking. I'm going to Google chit-chat. that while we're talking. Yeah, and that's uh, so the uh, new show, you know, they're on the Outer Rim uh, section of the galaxy. It's going to star Pedro Pascal, Gina five Carano, five years after. Five years after the events of Return of the Jedi. Okay. So uh, Gina Carano, uh, Carl Weathers, yeah. you may remember oh. him as Apollo Creed. Yeah. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito and Emily Swallow. Um, oh, and Nick Nolte's actually yeah, going to be in they, they, well. they brought him out of the woodwork. Right. Uh, but also, like we said, you're getting all the, the Star Wars movies, the trilogies. Uh, the cartoons. The, the cartoons. Um, and then the, the there's a new season coming of the series Clone Wars. Uh, I was really a big fan of the Clone Wars series. It's one of those... Uh, you know what I like is they're, they're still half-hour episodes. Mm-hmm. So like when you, I was getting ready for bed at night. And Netflix kind of first came out. They were on there. So you could watch like one episode before bed because it would be like 20 minutes. Right. Uh, so I was a big fan of the series. And it, and it delves into uh, the Clone Wars obviously takes place between episodes two and three. So the end of the movie, the Clone Wars, and before the start of uh, Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith. So uh, you're going to see some return of beloved characters such as Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Padme, Captain Rex, and Ahsoka Tana. Uh, Captain Rex is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Not to be they, confused with Captain Rex from Star Wars. Correct. Uh, because this Captain Rex has been sneakily inserted into Star Wars. Uh, and even making it from the cartoons to the movie where his character is in Return of the Jedi. You can actually okay. see him. Uh, and Captain Rex is a clone mm-hmm. during the Clone Wars. But he uh, basically went rogue and removed his clone programming chip and became an individual. All right. And that's how he ends up on our side of the clone of once the Revenge of the Sith events happened. Okay, now I've never watched an animated Star Wars show. Okay, uh, then the other big one is the Untitled Cassian Andor series. Uh, it's it's currently in development. It's going to be the second live action series from Lucasfilms, and it's bringing back uh, the the stars of uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It was Cassian Andor and his droid sidekick K two S O. Uh, it's going to take place prior to, obviously, Star Wars. Spoiler alert, we know he dies. Right. Uh, so it's going to take place, obviously, prior to that movie. But it's going to be following the development of the Rebel Alliance and the Rebel Spies during uh, the t- that, that time frame. Which will um, be good after Solo gave them the money to fund the Rebellion. Correct. You know, so we'll see where so, they pick up. Right. Every, everything ties together, yep. ultimately. And then the, the big news the big that one. was announced the one that, uh, the one that we've all last been waiting month for. is that uh, Obi-Wan will be getting a series. Uh, there is no date, uh, but it, it has been announced as in development. And uh, Ewan McGregor will be returning. Uh, I'm assuming this will be about his time on Tatooine after he went into yes, hiding. The hiding. Uh, you know, they'll probably find a way to get him off Tatooine. Yeah, he in in the 
the cartoon series have explored his time on Tatooine. Uh, Star Wars Rebels, as a matter of fact, you know, one of the things the Clone Wars teaches us, for again, and a lot of people never really watch them, is that Darth Maul actually survived the in halfing, I guess you'd call right. it. Uh, Darth Maul survived the being cut in half and was... And then came back with his, like, his, his robotic yeah, goat legs. Came, came back to life. And then um, in the Star Wars Rebels series, uh, Darth Maul was trying to turn uh, the... I can't remember. I'm having a total loss of the kid's name right now. Uh, Ezra. Bridger. There we go. Okay. Give me a second. The, the main character, Ezra, the young, uh, Force-sensitive uh, kid, he was trying to turn him to the dark side. And Obi Wan had to reach out, and 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 they had to intervene, and it mm-hmm. ended up with a second lightsaber duel on Tatooine between Obi Wan and Darth Maul. And who won that one? Obviously, Obi Wan. Okay. This time, he this time he actually did finish him off. Ah. So, uh, you know, I'm very excited for that, especially with Ewan McGregor coming back. Uh, you know, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the Star Wars lineup. Hopefully, we can pull it back a little bit from the the what is shaping out to be the disaster of. The Galaxy's Edge Star Wars issues, right, and right. Uh, you know, hopefully these new series kind of reinvigorate it and bring it back a little bit. Yeah, introduce it to uh, well, and not introduce it to a new generation, but just continue, continue on some of the yeah. stories that we've we've all grown up with. So that's yeah, that's a big slate of Star Wars, um, and then I guess we've got uh, a bunch of Marvel stuff coming as well. So one of the movies that will debut on the streaming service is Captain Marvel, yes. which is not uh, out anywhere yet, but that will debut on November 12th, uh, followed by Avengers Endgame, I think, which is releasing in December Yep, uh, on the streaming service. Um, there are going to be, let's see, uh, some, a series called Marvel's Hero Project, which will explore uh, several young heroes in their own community. Um and their acts of bravery to make them, you know, local heroes, yep. which is cool. Um, but what's coming as far as Disney Plus in terms of new shows, which is now all part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. So even though it's on your television or your device, it's part of it. It's it's this interwoven universe. None of the stuff that was streaming before, whether it's on, you know, whether it was the Daredevil show or Cloak and Dagger on Freeform. Yeah, they, they, they skirted right. the universe. You know, if right. you watch the shows, they would reference events. Uh, even like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, they would they would reference events, but they were never inserted fully. Right. You know, it was, it was uh, kind although, of... Although you would have like Lady Sif show up right, from, right. you know, Thor's world on, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but they were, like Dave said, they were periphery type, type characters. Now everything is integrated uh, and we're going to get the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, which is, follows the adventures of uh, the Falcon and Bucky Barnes. Uh, we all know that the Falcon has been handed the mantle of Captain America. Yes, the shield. Uh, we don't know if, if even though he's been handed it, we don't know if he's actually going to be Captain America. Correct. Apparently he was fitted for a costume, but they're looking at the main villain, uh, or one of the villains being U.S. Agent, who at one point had Cap's shield in the comic books. So that will be uh, interesting to see how they how they, how they do roll that, with that. Right. Uh, what's up next, Dave? Uh, Marvel 616. It's a documentary series from uh, Marvel New Media. Uh, it explores the, the intersection between Marvel's rich legacy of stories, characters, creators, and the world outside your window. It's going to be uh, basically like a historical series mm-hmm. about Marvel. Right. Um, and that's one of the things with Marvel is um, Marvel's always been rooted in the real world. Yes. You know, it's real cities. It happens in New York. Uh, a lot of stuff happens out in L.A. So there's cities that you're familiar with as opposed to 
the DC right, where it's Gotham, world where you know, Gotham City, Metropolis. which is kind of like New York, it could be Chicago. You don't know uh, what's Metropolis. Well, Metropolis could be Chicago. Metropolis right. could be New York. You know, it's, it's always kind of these uh, cities that you're semi-familiar with but don't really exist. Right. Whereas Marvel, you know, the Baxter Building is supposed to be right in the middle of New York City. Stark Tower, the middle of New York City. Avengers Mansion up in... Uh, Westchester, X Men's uh, Professor yeah. X, uh, X's mansion is up in up in Westchester, so it's rooted in the real world. So uh, and Marvel six one six because there is the multiverse. Six one six is the Earth that we live on, we live on which which is why it's referred to as six one six. And then very exciting. Uh, one thing I'm looking for is the Loki show. So Loki's back. Um, you know, it, we know that Thanos snapped his neck, so. He died, but because of the time shift in Endgame, uh, he's back. We're not—I'm not sure where uh, the the show takes place, but it's you know going to be a Loki show. Loki's a very popular character. Uh, Tom Hiddleston did a great job playing him. So, but it's coming out in twenty spring of twenty twenty one. Right, so we have another you know another year and a half before we're going to see that one. And the, the interesting thing here is this is the mischievous Loki. Yes. who could be good, could be bad. This is kind of before he turned around in uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok, yeah. and kind of you know helped people. We're gonna play get help, right? Uh, um, next coming up, WandaVision. Uh, obviously, with Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Betty returning for as Wanda in the Vision, uh, it's a new series. It's again spring twenty twenty one. They're going to be caused by, or they're going to be joined by Cat uh, Dennings and Randall Park reprising their roles from Thor and Ant Man, uh, along with some other M- Marvel Universe newcomers, um, possibly playing different characters from previous Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. We don't give everything away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but it's going to be about their adventures with Wanda and Vision. Right. Now, again, questions are uh, the Vision. Well, we, we never saw the Vision come back to life Correct. after, well, Absolutely. not that he was ever alive because he's right. an android, but we never saw the Vision come back during Endgame. Um, the, the funny thing is that in the comic books, Wanda ends up becoming one of the most powerful beings on the planet um, because she is a witch, uh, you know, hence her name, Scarlet Witch. Um, she's a mutant, you know, in... in well, I won't, I won't get in. Never mind. I was, I was going to go like, why isn't she a mutant That's in fine. the yeah. Avengers world? Um, but in they had a comic book series where Wanda and the Vision get married. They have two children uh, or three children. And it's kind of like this 1950s style life. So people aren't sure whether this series is going to exist in Wanda's head. You know, is she dreaming all of this or is it actually physically happening? Did the Vision somehow come back? But I think the interesting rumor... Well, it's not a rumor, but uh, Wanda will be in the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. Doctor Strange movie, yes. And rumor has it that she might be bad Ooh. by that point. Because there is at one point where power corrupts her and the Avengers have to go after her. Um, yet, which, you know, happens all the time, whether you're right. Dark Phoenix well, you're, yeah. or, or, yeah. or, or Wanda. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Um, Marvel's first animated series, which uh, sounds pretty cool. Um, it is, and I, I think, you know, Tony and I, you know, Tony more than me being comic book fans, the Marvel What If series uh, is basically exactly what it sounds like. It's it, You know, I always say the Marvel's What Ifs were on a Friday night when the Marvel staff kicked together and got drunk. This is what they came up with. Right. Because it was like, you know, what if Captain America was the bad guy or, you know, and all the craziness that they can create in this universe. Right. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. 
Yeah, you know they've done things like what if um, what if Frank Castle became Spider Man? Right, you know right. who's who's the Punisher? Right. Um, what if the Fantastic Four had different powers? And you know it's essentially like the same story. They go up into space, but when they come back, you know Ben is a gargoyle with these gigantic wings, and you know uh, Sue is the one who stretches, and Mister Fantastic is just like a brain, and you know it's 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 kind of it, it kind of just turns things like on their edge. Yeah. Yep. Um. And it's a fun series, and the cool thing is that, you know, like I said earlier, Marvel has gotten all of their original voice talent. So one of the, the first shows that's going to come out is what if uh, Peggy Carter became Captain America. Right. Or, or, or got the super soldier serum because she might be Captain Britain. Um, and Steve Rogers plays a part in that, but he becomes more like the Peggy Carter. Right. So they've got all, you know, Chris... Uh, uh, Evans. Chris Evans. I was gonna say Chris O'Donnell, but that's like no, that's like Robin. You're dating yourself. <laughs> uh, Chris Evans will will actually be voicing Steve Rogers, and uh, Peggy Carter will be voiced by uh, and I can't remember her name now. Uh, Peggy by Carter. Peggy Carter. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be a fun series. I really look forward to that. Uh, and then the last series that will be coming on through the Marvel Universe is uh, Hawkeye. Yes. Uh, very excited Hawkeye's getting his own show. Very, very pumped. Although he's that. Ronin now. Yes, he's which, now Ronin. Which is well. weird. I'll tell you, I I always laugh because out of all the one-liners in all the Marvel movies, one of my favorites is in Civil War when they ask him about why he came out of retirement. And he said he got bored, he played golf. And they were like, oh, how'd they get boring? And he's like, well, I shot at 18 every day. <laughs> and, you know, it was like a one-liner in there, and I always laugh because you figure, okay, it's Hawkeye. Like, he, yeah, that's what he does. Right, that's, that's his thing. <laughs> um, and in, in this show, he's going to be training Kate Bishop, uh, who becomes Hawkeye eventually. So we, we don't know if, she, if she's the Hawkeye or he's the or Hawkeye. He's the Hawkeye. Um, you know, in, in Avengers Endgame, when he was teaching his daughter how to shoot yep. uh, the bow and arrow, he referred to her as Hawkeye. Okay. Yep. And some people thought that she might take up the mantle. But in the comic books, Kate Bishop becomes Hawkeye and then joins the young Avengers. Yes. So, you know, is she going to be part of this new Avengers crew? We, we don't know. Um, but yeah, that, that's the that's all about that Marvel has slated, and uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, and again, it's a big part of the the, the Walt Disney Company now, the, the Marvel property, and, and with that is all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So right. going back to the first Iron Man, uh, the the, fir- the first Hulk, and everything since then. Now you won't see Spider-Man, because Spider-Man's right. part of the yes. Sony Universe, yep. uh, so. and really part of the Sony Universe now. And Well, yeah, it's up in the air. Uh, so uh, now we're going on the, some to, to Disney to their property um, and what's available to you know for, for Disney history Disney uh, things but basically you're getting all the Disney classic movies right right so they have just blown the doors open on the Disney on the vault. vault that's it you know Hunter with Dalmatians Bambi Fantasia Fun and Francy Free Lady of the Tramp Mary Poppins Sleeping Beauty Snow White all them you won't see uh, Song of the South Song of the South will not be there right. So it's not everything. It's not everything. It's everything but one. Um, I'm I'm excited for this, but on the other hand, you know, every time Disney puts out, whether it's a Diamond Collection DVD, right. Blu-ray, or a Signature Series Blu-ray, you know, they're adding. Um, I think for the Aladdin, the animated Aladdin Blu-ray that just came out, they added uh, the alternate ending uh, that they had on the storyboards for that. So you get additional content with these Blu-rays and, and releases. This is just because it's going to affect your movie rewards. It is. Let's be honest. Let's it get is. right. Let's cut through the weeds. And it is. Tony's not going to get his free tour of the Disney Studios. Oh, I'm still going to buy the Blu-rays <laughs> and still go to the movies. I'll still get my, my Disney rewards. Uh, one thing, too, is there's going to be an un- – it's untitled as of right now, but there's going to be a series on Walt Disney Imagineering. It's for fans of the parks. It's going to take you behind the scenes. 
uh, of the parks. You see never before seen footage, uh, what it takes to bring the, the stories to life. It is one thing I do miss. You know, there used to always be documentaries or stuff on right. about Disney. It's one of the things I miss. Like, as a matter of fact, coming up uh, in a couple of this weekend, depending on when we post the show. Uh, oh, the show's going up today. Okay, there'll be a preview of Galaxy's Edge with Neil right. Patrick Harris. And like we've talked before, like when we were kids, I remember the, the Ernest did... Uh, Splash Mountain opening and the Steve uh, Steve Gutenberg right did Tower of Terror yes like you know every time they would open a new attraction they would have like a little TV show or every time a new land or something big right I remember the Epcot opening you know right. Mickey in the space suit I remember the Hall- I remember the Halloween Studios one opening mm-hmm. that was a, you know so I, it's one thing I'm I'm excited about is those Disney things that are there yeah I, you know that's that's part of the uh, the stuff that used to be on the old Vault Disney that used yes. to come out yeah. of on on the original Disney Channel. Uh, a lot of the stuff that used to be on the Wonderful World of Disney on like Sunday nights, which might give you like a behind the scenes look at stuff. I'll, I'll tell you, there's one thing I really wish was coming out, and I don't know if I'm going to be lucky enough. When I was a kid, I had a, a VHS tape, and it was called An Officer and a Duck. And it was about Disney and World War II. Mm-hmm. And it had all the Donald cartoons. Okay. And I watched that thing. I probably wore the tape out. I loved it. I actually have in the. Uh, remember when they put the. the uh, Metal cases. Yes. They, they, yeah, they, the, have, they have the front line. The one. Disney archive yes, stuff. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that stuff is yeah, on but there. there was a, and I, I, it was called An Officer and a Duck. And mm-hmm. I, it, it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, and, and it goes over the war, the World War II era of the Disney Studios and how they made it through it and all that. And, uh, Right, because Walt made a lot of money doing like uh, training videos Correct. for they made soldiers. Correct, training videos for the yeah. military. They made a lot of, you know, they made a lot of, of stuff for the war effort. Right. Um, we also have coming in year one uh, a series called Into the Unknown, making Frozen Two. So that's going to be a, a multi-episode documentary uh, focusing on Frozen Two, which is getting released in November. Um, this should be interesting because I don't know that Disney's had this kind of access for a, a show. Correct. Before, yeah, before no. Um, for a movie. For a movie. With that, too, the magic of Animal Kingdom. And that's basically going to be like a behind-the-scenes show of the caretakers for the vet facilities at Disney Parks, especially Disney Animal Kingdom, and Epcot's Sea Base Aquarium. I love the fact they still call it Sea Base. Sea Base, right. Sea Base Alpha. Yep. Um, so that, that one I'll watch, you know. We watch. We do our Saturday morning uh, Jeff Corman experience here at the Leonard Residence mm-hmm. with Amelia. So we'll have to add that to the list. All right. And then there's going to be a show called Pop Culture, which will look at the greatest props of pop culture, hosted by David Lanigan, and it will look at some of the favorite films, the craftspeople who made them, the actors who interacted with them, and the collectors and archives who cherish them. So the first eight episodes will feature five films, which will include Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Mary Poppins, The Muppet Movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and Ra- who Framed Roger Rabbit and Tron. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I just, it's such a good movie. It is a good it's, movie. Oh, Although good. it bores my kids. And really? I, I'm not sure that they would ever watch it. Okay. Uh, in year two, there is going to be a show called Ink and Paint. It's going to be a story, uh, the story of Disney animation. And it will look at all the groups of trailblazing women who helped create some of the best animated films of all time. Uh, in the old days, men were the animators and women just painted. painted. And, it's, and Ink and Paint, too, is a nod to the fact that that's where Lillian Disney worked. Mm-hmm. They were Walt what met his wife. Uh, right. Um, Disney is developing 10 unscripted series. Uh, the first one is called Encore, which stars, uh, I'm sorry, 
uh, Kristen Bell is going to be producing, which gets together former castmates of a high school musical and tasks them with recreating their original performances. I will probably pass on that one. Yep. Um, Marvel 616, we about that. as we mentioned, was the show about the um, Marvel Universe and how it fits into today's society. Another show called Earth Keepers. Uh, the creators of Chef's Table, Helm, uh, a cinematic documentary series following people changing the way we see the animal kingdom, including conservationists and the animals they devoted their career studying. So again, another nature show. Yep. You want to take the next one? Sure. Be Our Chef. Guess what it's about? Oh, chefs. Chefs. Uh, Angela uh, Kinsley of The Office hosts a Disney-inspired cooking competition that will ask... Uh, Contestants to create a dish that represents their family through a Disney lens. Okay. All right. My girls will be all over yeah. that. They watch cooking shows. Cooking shows. Uh, next is Cinema Relics, iconic art of the movies, which will be an anthropology series that explores the props and costumes that made movies unique, which kind of sounds like the pop culture one. Yep. And then Marvel's Hero Project. We talked about that. The yep. series put the spotlight on kids who dedicate their lives to selfless acts of bravery and kindness. Uh, Reconnect, a family that has reached their breaking point gets the help they need in a series that explores the issues driving families apart in ways that we could resolve them. Ah, all right. A feel-good show. Hello, Dr. Phil. Yes. Uh, and then Rogue Trip, which will be hosted by Bob Woodruff and his 27-year-old son, and it will be a travel guide to the places the average tourist is least likely to adventure. So uh, maybe we'll get to see the world's largest ball of twine. Yes. Uh, Shop Class, a competition series featuring innovative students tasked with designing, building, and testing new contraptions. I wonder oh. who's going to be hosting that one. I don't know. I have a theory on that one. What do you think? I think it's going to be Rosenberg. Yeah? He's very heavily in Shop Class, very oh, invested true. in the you know the, the students being taught mechanical stuff, so I think mm-hmm. you might see him there. Do you have insider information on that? No, I don't. Right. I, I'll send him an email. Um, and then the, uh, you know, we already mentioned the untitled Walt Disney Imagineering documentary series. Uh, which we look forward to. Um, they're going to have some original shows and movies. So these are scripted, these are scripted series. Yeah. Um, first one is Diary of a Female President. Jane the Virgin star Gina Rodriguez produces and stars in a half-hour comedy about a Cuban-American teen who much later in life becomes president of the United States. Uh, Noel, starring Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick, will be a Christmas comedy about Santa's children. Um, Nick, which is Bill Hader, suffers a nervous breakdown and flees the North Pole, forcing his sister Noel, Anna Kendrick, to track him down in the real world. Uh, so that will be available at launch yeah. uh, just in time for the Christmas season. Lady and the Tramp. It's uh, Disney's quest. You know, it says here, Disney's quest to remake all of its animated classics. Boom. They are on that quest. Right. Uh, Disney Plus's Lady and the Tramp is going to retell the story of an upper-class house dog who falls for a mangy stray. Uh, pretty... Um, Pretty anticipated part of the Disney Plus rollout. Right. Uh, it's kind of the, their their motion picture that they made for the rollout. Uh, I'm anticip- looking forward to it. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I, I think it's going to set the stage whether or not Disney Plus could hold with these remake movies. Mm-hmm. So, but you know what this says to me? This says to me it's not good enough for movie theaters, <laughs> but it's a little better than what we want to put on the Disney Channel. Okay. That's, that's a good way to put it. You know, now I don't know... I, I don't know. I, you know, I've seen the pictures. Um, they're real dogs. It's not like this is computer generated like the Lion King. Right. So you're dealing with animal actors. Um, I, I don't know. I'll, you know, I'll watch it. But will this be a viable platform for some of these animated remakes for movies that can't make it to the big screen? Time will tell. 
Um, there's also going to be a, a show um, or movie called Star Girl, which uh, will be about, uh, I guess it's a young adult novel series by Jerry Spinelli. And stars Grace Vanderwall as a young woman who teaches a teenager named Leo that being yourself is more important than being popular. Yeah, apparently they've never been popular. No. They wrote this book. Uh, next is Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made. It's the latest film from Tom McCarthy, who's uh, nominated for an Oscar for directing Spotlight. Centers on a young boy's efforts to unravel the truth behind the class <laughs> hamster's mysterious death. No, I'm, I'm actually, I, that's good. I'm actually kind of excited about that. That sounds like fun. Oh. Uh, and then Togo, which is a based on a true story. It's a Willem Dafoe vehicle. Uh, it's a story of a sled dog and his owner who must race across 700 miles of Alaskan wilderness to deliver medicine to a small town besieged by a deadly disease. Ooh. God, I hope he makes it. Uh, then classic revival. So now with Disney acquiring the 21st Century Fox uh, vault also, there have been uh, rumored reboots of Home Alone, Night at the Museum, Diary of a Wimper Kid, Cheaper by the Dozen. Uh, it's not known when the whether they'll be big screen movie style things or, or broken up TV shows, but they're going to be reimagined and, and remade. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. You know how the remakes are going. That's but, that's nice, but do we need a fourth version of Freaky Friday? Right. You know, I mean, you know, do we need a third version of The Parent Trap? Uh, can you improve upon Macaulay Culkin's performance in Home Alone? Right. Um, and then, like we said earlier, you're getting the Disney Vault. You know, right. Every, everything from you know from Snow White till now that was Walt Disney Pictures will be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some new stuff coming along. Uh, there's going to be a new Chippendale animated series featuring, obviously, Chippendale. Uh, but they're going to be short. Uh, yeah, they're seven minutes. Seven minutes episodes. each. That's it. Seven minute episodes, and it features the up and downs of two little kids or two little creatures living in the big city. And they're kind of drawn in that new style I, oh, that Mickey I hate is. It. You know what? I like the Chippendale. I don't like the the oh. Fab Four in that in this new in this new style. Um, something else that's not on here too on our list: the Disney Afternoon. We'll be there, Darkwing, mm-hmm. uh, Tailspin, Gummy Bears. So you're, you're getting all of the old Disney Afternoon yes. shows. And I think they actually have like time. Oh, no, they're not times because it's streaming. Yeah. Um, but you're getting all of those old shows as well as the new version of DuckTales, which came yes. out last year. Last year. Earlier yeah, this year. year. Yeah, last year. So uh, I'm very excited about those. Yes. Especially that was right in my childhood wheelhouse. Right. And, and then um, also in your childhood wheelhouse yes, is The Simpsons. 30 seasons of so The Simpsons. So 30 seasons of The Simpsons. That's, uh, let's see, 30 seasons, 23 episodes, 600 uh Six hundred hours. No, That's a binge. Three hundred hours. Right there. That's nine hundred hours of, of the Simpsons. Watch. If you can handle that, um, Disney Plus is also also supposed to be redoing uh, the Parent Trap, which I mentioned. Yep. The Sandlot, The Sword in the Stone, Don Quixote, Three Men and a Baby. Can you really improve upon no, uh, Gutenberg, no, Ted Danson, and Tom Selleck? Tom Selleck? Unless two of those dudes are us, maybe right. it should be two dudes and a baby. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I could see that being a pretty good. Uh, Reboot or re-series. You but know, you need but to bring back Rick Moranis. You got to bring back Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis made that. And that was... Sandtrap, Sandlot, was... I, I veto right off the bat. Mm-hmm. If Bob Iger, if you're listening, I am vetoing the Sandlot. All right. So that's pretty much uh, that's all we Disney, know. That's what we know about, about and Disney+. I'm, Plus. I'm very excited for it. And the fact that I can now just turn the TV on and, and amuse Amelia for hours and hours and hours without the changed DVDs. Will Amelia have her own account? Probably. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's Amelia. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's Disney Plus. What do you guys think about it? Uh, Let us know. And uh, until next time, I'm Tony. 
I'm David. And we're two dudes talking Disney Plus. Plus. <laughs>